Frank. Yo, Mike. You there? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was good stuff. Isn't that a funny song? It's like a old school melody. It uh, definitely had an old school feel to it. It kind of loses some of its flavor when you realize, uh, I think he wrote that while he was in prison for rape. Mm, okay, well, it definitely takes on a new dynamic. New dynamic. <laughs> uh, supposedly not guilty, though. Supposedly oh. innocent man locked up. Hey, I believe in our justice system, Mike, so. This I'll was like it. 10 years ago, 12 years ago, so I don't even remember. I never followed up. I don't know what happened. Little Rob. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he's innocent. Maybe he's not. I'm going to give him benefit of doubt. Good tune. Yeah, I liked it. I was very into it, actually. It was good times. So, yeah. so how you doing, man? Oh, I'm good. You know, uh, I got the the cat update for everyone. The, my oh, cat. yeah, how's the cat? My I was dying to know. I couldn't I know. sleep last night. Yeah. I know. Uh, well, neither could my wallet, actually. Oh, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, the cat is alive. I, I couldn't sleep not thinking about the cat. I was thinking about your wallet. I know. Thank you. I, I appreciate it all night about it. The outpouring of prayers uh, from all our fans, uh, much appreciated. It was overwhelming. I, I was uh, taken aback, quite emotional. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so the cat's alive. He's home. He has this uh, liver disease, some sort. Why was uh, he drinking so much? Oh, no, sorry, not liver. Kidney, kidney disease. Uh. Yeah. I'm probably the one with the liver disease. Yeah, I'm heading there. That's right. That's my future. I guess all cats get it. I don't know. He's 10 or 11. I spent way too much money, and um, you know I'm going to regret it someday. I'm sure. But everyone is happy. Everyone, you know, everyone's alive for now. Cat's fine. Cat's fine. Uh, The other cat that I have is. Uh, that was kind of the funniest part about it. You know, I thought that uh, you know she was going to be very upset that he was gone and then you know joyful that he returned but she was you know not thrilled man uh she was queen of the castle yeah cats don't give a fuck dude no they're the worst animal they are pure pure 100 percent territory and they're sociopaths oh man once he was out of the picture it was like oh this is my house now yeah fuck that asshole that's right you know and so when he returned mike Whoa, it was dramatic. Yeah. Oh, it got heated. Oh, yeah. No, did they fight? No, no, they didn't fight, but... He had to reclaim his dominance? Yeah, it was a slow burn because he was still in pain, you know? So it was kind of sad. He, like, just walked downstairs and went into the the other bedroom down there and just kind of hung there for a few days, you know? Dude, I know know it sounds heartless, but... Like, these animals, they want to die at that point. Because, like, in their own mind... Like, you know... you know, it, it, Our grandpa killed himself. At 83. Was he 83? Somewhere around there. It was in the yeah, 80s, yeah. But it's like, I think you get to a point where it's like... Especially as a man. If you can't fight anymore, you know what I mean? If you can't assert that dominance. You know? He's got the fight... Uh, he's a monster. He caught a mouse like a a month ago. It was awesome. Every, you know, it was very triumphant for yeah, everybody. It's a mouse. It's, it's what he does. But uh, no, it's, you know, I think I think I think for men, it's it's better to go. Well, he's back. Uh, he's happy. He's spunky. He's got more life than he uh, ever did before. We're giving him this medicine routine. Dude, it's terrible. Oh, it's just let him go. It's freaking horrible. It's horrible. You it's, should take him out. He had a good life. It's a scam. He fought the good fight. He had a good life. I, you know, I think he's got a few more years to go. We'll see what happens. I think it's better to die before you lose the fight, man. Well, at this point, I paid for it, so the the bastard has to live. <laughs> he's on my dime now. Oh, poor guy. <laughs> I'm keeping him alive. I got. I bought this mini ventilator. I was gonna keep him hooked up. I tell everybody, like, uh, if I ever end up in, like, a vegetative state, yeah. I don't want anybody in my family anywhere around me because all of them have kept these dogs and cats alive, like, on ventilators and shit. You know what I mean? It's like, I don't, you know, like, oh, God, this dog finally got put down. It's like, dude, 
the, uh, uh, the one with no teeth who couldn't chew food. It was, it was blind. It had no teeth. It yeah. was, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's... For 10 years, and they're like, oh, but it's got a good heart. And I'm like, dude, I don't care how good my heart is. If my heart is pumping blood to the moon, but I can't <laughs> see, I can't eat, I can't shit, like, just fucking put me out. You don't want to be the glass, or the head in the glass jar, you know, hooked no. up to the computer? I'm, Man, come I'm on. done. Come on. You're done when you're done? Yeah, I like that. Yeah. I look at it as even, like, at 35, I've kind of... I'm really lucky. I'm so lucky I made it this far. Well, shit, right? man. Humans used to just make it to 35, right? Right. But not only that, it's like my lifestyle and everything. It's like I've known so many people that I've been the same age as, and they've died. You know? I always think about Spurgeon, dude. Me and him were the same exact age. And he died at 20. That's young. We were just... We were both in the... We were like, literally, he stood behind... He was... I was in first squad. He was in second squad. So he literally stood right behind me. We're the same rank. And everybody used to always say we're the same person, and that's why we hated each other. Oh. Like, the same loudness and everything. (laughs) We were both loud and obnoxious, you know? And, uh... And he had he just bought a motorcycle, and I always wanted to buy the motorcycle for some reason. I didn't. I don't know. I always think about that. And like instead, I bought a Ford Explorer, and he ended up crashing the motorcycle and dying. Amazing. I'm sure everyone expected this to go down. You know, it was a fierce battle. We were in Fallujah, and then he was gone. No, no, just the motorcycle accident. So. You know how many? That's I've, how many I've, people I've die? Caught, in I've caught so many people lying about being a veteran, and like at work, especially at like job sites and stuff. Really? You know? Yeah. And people always ask me, "How did you know?" And I always, you know what I always tell them? It, this when I like you're talking about 2010, right? This sure. isn't 1940s D Day. You know what I mean? We're not <laughs> right. on the, you know? Yeah fighting for rodan you know That's like right. no, this is fucking like dude more people die in the military if you've been in the military you know more people that died from suicide and and motorcycle accidents right. than gunfire or bombs sure that's a guarantee absolutely and that's the that's just the truth of today's war we've gotten so good at fighting that our soldiers get wounded i know people that have been wounded Right, but I don't know people that died in battle. Yeah, no, no, absolutely. I I know guys that killed themselves. I know a lot of guys that fucked themselves up attempting suicide. That's that. I know guys that died or had horrible accidents. Because, you know, you get back from... The problem is you get back from these deployments. That's exactly what happened to the kid. Is like, you get back from the deployment, you got all this money, right? Like, me and him were the same age, dude, so... The way it worked was we were in El Paso. You could drink on base, right? Yeah. Because we were under 21. Oh, nice. So you could buy beer, you could drink on base, but you couldn't drink or buy anything off base. But most places let you drink, but it didn't matter. Anyways, it sucked for us uh, because before we deployed, both me and him had our 21st birthday. So I had my 21st birthday like right before we deployed. Wow. We literally went on like orders to deploy, which once you go on orders to deploy, it means you can't drink. You're on call because you get the orders to deploy and you actually don't know the date you're leaving. That's Does that crazy. make sense? Yeah, for sure. They give you like a three month window. Wow. And it's because it's, to, it's, it's for security reasons, you know? Yeah, sure. And uh, so that's it. Once you get the orders to deploy, we got them in November. I ended up not leaving till March. And, uh, but I couldn't drink and I turned 21 December 1st. <laughs> you know what I mean? Wow, yeah. It sucked. <laughs> it sucked. I'm probably thinking about this because the song reminds me of, that song I played, it reminds me of Mendoza. Oh, I yeah. was living at his house at the time and on my birthday we went to the bowling alley on base and we had a few beers and then we went home and his wife made me a cake. Dude, it was beautiful. That sounds lovely. Gr- yeah. yeah, it was a great way, you know. That's good. That's a good way to celebrate your birthday. But and then we we deployed. You can only have three beer, three beers. It's fucking shitty. 
You get three beers, probably Michelob Light or some shit like that. Yeah, it was. Uh, it, I always got Stella because it had the most alcohol. That's a good call. Yeah. And Stella's very drinkable. I, I really enjoy a good Stella. Ice cold. Yeah, that's actually not bad. I'm a fan. Well, you know me, Mike. I settle in on a cold Miller Light at all times. Oh, yeah. It's always good. No, but dude, what happens is you come back, right? So like me and Spurgeon were both. He turned 21 while we were over there. Like a few months after, you know, after we got there, he was, we were about the same age. Get back, he buys the motorcycle. So him and this other guy, they both bought the motorcycle at the same time together. They were like best friends. They were roommates and everything. Mm-hmm. The, fr- the one guy, uh, Strickland, dude, he, he crashed within a couple of weeks in the parking lot. Yikes. And like, dude, he fucked up his leg that it was like, you couldn't ever. He probably was never going to walk the same. Uh, that's horrible. Wow. Yeah. Going so slow, it was terrible. And that's what made me not buy a bike. I think that's why I've never had a motorcycle. Because then it was like two weeks later, Spurgeon was drunk and he died. It's crazy, man. I mean, yeah. This is hobbyist stuff too, though. You know, when you get into the mor- motorcycle territory, like you need to know what you're riding on and you need to be able to work on it and take care of it and maintenance it and i don't know all i could think though is like and i still think it today dude is like that guy i was i mean i was in the same boat it's like you went through so much to get to that point right and you were about to you know you had like a year left to get out i don't know that's ah, rough you know uh I find when people say you'll like this person because you're both very similar is a major red flag. Uh, you always hate them. I always hate that person because you hate yourself. I hate myself, Mike. Yeah, of course, man. We all hate uh, ourselves. Come I don't even on. own a mirror. I don't want to look at that no, guy. No, get that guy yeah, out of here, dude. <laughs> Fuck. So funny though. I I've always. Every time someone says that, I just like I immediately put my hands. I'm like, no, 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 I don't want to meet him. No, you know what you tell? I literally tell. I say this to people. I, I li- this is literally what I say. He's just like me. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You got your same sense of humor and everything. I say, listen, I spend all day long alone in a truck. The last thing I want to do is spend more time with me. <laughs> <laughs> That's the problem. I'm sick of me. I want somebody else's opinion. You know? Absolutely. Uh, I don't like myself. Uh, you know, I don't like anything about me. And so, uh, you know, you tell Why do you me think I'm I spend six me? hours a week talking to a stoner in Colorado that plays music and fucking works at a marijuana uh, store. Like to, uh, yeah. Company, you Give know? me the opposite of me. Give me somebody who's not. We're total opposite. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's always been a red flag, and I always end up not getting along with the person or detesting the person on some level that I just cannot uh, comprehend. It's, it, they always you know. rub you the wrong way because you're rubbing them the wrong way. And it's like, you rub people the wrong way, you know? Yeah, thanks. I'm glad I know that I, now. I, and, uh... No, no, no. I think everybody does. It's gr- <laughs> I think it's just gross to see your own flaws. Yeah, so that's like, a good call. if you're yeah. a loud person, right? Sure. It's always good to have a loud person around, right? Because you know, the quiet moments are awkward, you know. Absolutely. But then there's moments where it's like you don't want that loud person around, right? And so when you have another loud person and you're a loud person, you notice the more in the inappropriate moments. Oh yeah. You know? Yeah. And then you're like, oh, I am that guy. Absolutely. I'm a. I right? like the big fat loud guy. Uh, they always help me disappear into the sound a little, which is good. Is there anything better than a large, like, loud, fun guy? Oh, just a big, fat, loud party animal? Uh, it's literally dude, my favorite person. There's a, there's a guy who, like, doesn't really do a lot, right? But I prefer him over the guy that does more, just because... He just stands there as this, like, large guy and is funny. He'll laugh at the joke, <laughs> add on to the joke. You know what I mean? I don't care that I'm the one in the hole getting dirty and you're doing nothing. As long as you're making me laugh while I'm doing it. Yeah, you know I mean? entertain me a little. <laughs> the other guy, it's like, you're doing a lot of the work, but it's torture, dude. Come on. Give me, 
It's a little give and take here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> My brain is melting, man. Yeah, I know I'm going to cut it five and five sixteenths. All right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> torture, torture some people. Oh, man. No, I just, it's a huge red flag. When you mentioned that uh, at the beginning, I just was, I, I just noted, I was like, holy crap, that's one of the, when, and I get it all the time when somebody, you know, oh, we're going to meet so-and-so, you'll love yeah. them, they're just like no, no, Here's the you. problem, you right, like, so you, you're not me, right? So <laughs> yeah. you have all these different groups that you hang out with, right? Like, you're going to have your work group, you have your softball group, right? Yeah, I kind of. Then you got me, your brother. So you're gonna go to your softball group, who (laughs) has a mic in that group. Oh yeah, you know that's right. And he fits into that group, but nowhere else. Very true. Right? Yeah, that's the problem. We all find our groups, and it's like, you know, I have. That's a very good call. I have several different groups, which um, has been funny recently, especially this year. I went to several weddings where many of my groups were forced into some mixing. Not through my organization. It was just one group. You know what I'm saying? Terrible. Just groups mixing. I, I found some, uh, some interesting moments out of it. And, you know, those, those are great times to just kind of uh, get kind of drunk and enjoy the uh, experience. Oh, it's so funny <laughs> to watch people interact. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I forgot where it's from, but they're like, "This is like when the uh, when they met the others on Lost." It's you know, yeah, I remember that. God, Lost, maybe the most disappointing TV show of my lifetime. So bad, right? It had so what much promise, so much potential, so much potential. It actually was r- even. You know, I never understood what my parents were telling me my whole life until I saw Lost. <laughs> Dude, you had so much potential, you know? I watched you from when you started, and you I watched you just... grow <laughs> through these seasons into this mature adult. You just let me down in the end. Why, you, David Lindelof? You could have been something, you know? <laughs> Damn you, Abrams. You, you could have been great. <laughs> you could have been a contender. It could have been a contender. You just needed a trans. <laughs> Why didn't you include God. more BIPOC, damn it? <laughs> How different that movie would be today, you know? <laughs> you know, it's funny you You could that. have been a contender <laughs> if only you were a woman. Dude, Lost actually, it was like 2004, right? It was... Woke and BIPOC and all that crap before we paid any of attention to that shit. Man, you even had the chink that didn't speak English. It was great. And the one dude was going to bang his wife. It was fucking beautiful. You know? She was going to bang the cowboy. It was, it was great. Yeah, man. Then he had so the white like, slut who did bang the cowboy and yeah, the doctor. Oh, you yeah. know what I mean? Of course. Hell yeah. It was a great show. They had good, oh, yeah. I, and like they went back in time, the Dharma Initiative. What happened though? Something I don't know. It just got bad. They never closed. It any got loops. so bad, dude. When they brought in the uh, fucking uh, that like weird geeky guy who was like, "This is the f- oh, that was so bad." That's funny. Uh, have we ever? And then you gone- had the clock <laughs> that they had to reset, and then you had the Afghani guy who was clearly a terrorist. <laughs> oh, Saeed! Saeed yeah. was the best, dude. You remember how he would just like, you know what? He was the uh, Richard F- uh, F- Fourier. What was? That? <laughs> he was the rich uh the guy from Colorado Springs. Uh I got to give him props dude. They were it was great that they were able to make a, him a, like a terrorist who interrogated people after 9/11. Like that was like kind of the first like all right, we're back to normal. He was the terrorist anti-hero. Yeah, it was great. Especially because right at that time we had 24 where Jack Bauer was just going around the world killing terrorists. Ugh, 24. Fuck 24. Do you remember 24? Come on, man. Never watched it. You never watched 24? Unwatchable. Unwatchable? Unwatchable. Fuck all you frat guys out there that did. We're going to watch 24 and 24. (laughs) It's going to be great. We're going to do the 24 and 24. You never do the 24 and 24? (laughs) 
I go fuck yourself. No, I never did it. You know why? Because after, <laughs> after one hour of those 24, I'd rather go hang out with a chick. <laughs> you fucking f- Four man, I'm telling you, it was good Terrible. stuff, dude. Jack Stupid. Bauer. Oh, get the fuck out of here, Jack Bauer. He's on the phone, he's running. Oh, it was so stupid. Yeah, was, you literally just described the whole show. I know. That's it was 24 hours of Jack Bauer on the phone. I'm at the house. You're at the office. Oh, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I'm at the office. You're at the warehouse. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> 24 hours? Dude, it was great. They would just torture people. It was amazing. So stupid. It was pure post 9-11. You know, they had to justify everything they were doing to the, you know, detainees in in Guantanamo. So they created 24 where they're just like, yeah, let's have a white guy torture all these Afghanis (laughs) and then everyone will forgive us for what we do in Guantanamo. Yeah, that's what they did, dude. The whole point of 24 was to normalize the torture. You're at the water cooler and you're like, did you hear about those guys that were torturing in Guantanamo a bit? Yo, you're talking about Jack Bauer. (laughs) Yeah, dude, that was a great episode. Like, no, no, no. Now talking about the USA Today. Yeah, Jack Bauer. Not only that, though, you normalize it, and then when you read about it in the New York Times, right, when they break the news, oh, we're torturing suspects at Guantanamo Bay, oh, well, you know, I just watched three seasons of 24, and Jack ba- you know, Jack Bauer was torturing these guys in order to get crucial information to stop a nuclear attack on Washington, D.C., okay? So maybe, maybe it was important that we did that. I mean, do you want to get nuked? Exactly. I agree. Man, you know, is Guantanamo still open, by the way? Yeah, nobody shut it down, not even Trump. I thought that was Obama's thing. Wasn't he going to shut down? Yeah, but then so was Trump, and nobody has. You can't shut down. You need me on that wall. <laughs> Dude, uh, Guantanamo, what is that? Is that like our, our super, super max, like our true super max? It's how, we, it's how we keep Cuba a, a communist country. Oh, good call. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's a good call. Well, it's kind of weird, right? No, it's really yeah. bizarre that um, nobody talks about Guantanamo, and it's still active. It's still happening. We are we have prisoners there that we've captured now for over twenty years. At this point, uh, it's kind of weird, and I I wonder who we transport there. Yeah, but they were really bad guys. Dude, you know who was on uh, Jon Stewart? <laughs> on his new podcast? Uh, what? Yeah, who was that? Dude. Condoleezza Rice Ooh. and Hillary Clinton. Wow. Jon Stewart, I got to give him fucking props. Right? Yeah, that's impressive. He actually... Does at one point grill, dude? So <clears throat> it's the most boring thing. I couldn't pay attention. So fucking boring. <laughs> I wanted to shoot my brains out, right? Because <laughs> yeah. it's just like, so why are you guys so great? Oh my god, Candy, you go first. Uh, you know, it's like yeah. so stupid. But then after like forty minutes, he finally does this very delicate dance, dude. He almost broke his ankles dancing into this one, you know. <laughs> but he pretty much asked him like. You know, you guys kind of, you guys kind of push the 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 war industrial complex for sure, right? Yeah. And he talks about how like we, you know, Hillary, like Syria and all these things, and like talks about how like these com- dude. He brought up something I didn't even know about that like ten percent of our military budget goes to um, uh, Lockheed Martin. Oh, like, of course. It's one of those. Co- it's one of those companies. I forgot which one. Sure, but. And I was like, wow, 10% goes to one company? Like, it's kind of weird. Yeah. Right? And, dude, it's amazing to hear their response. Right away, they're like, 
No, no, there's no war industrial. <laughs> Of course, it's like man, of it's course. so creepy <laughs> right they're just like they're in the lockstep right away they don't even need to talk about it they're like no no, no. it's just it's not a thing Bull. and they yeah. just go on to this whole thing about how no them destabilizing the middle east had nothing to do with like making condoleezza rice does a crazy thing talking about how they made the world safer and then they try to talk about how, like, I give John Stewart props on this one. He actually does kind of push them and like, dude, is Afghanistan are the is anybody in Afghanistan better today? Right, right. And John Stewart kind of made it big by questioning these people, these war hawks. And when yes, you, when you really look back in time now, and we have the hindsight to kind of connect. The Bush, Obama administration, especially when Hillary was Secretary of State, I believe she was for most, if not the whole tenure, right? Um, a very similar war policy took place for those 16 years. It's, yeah. In fact, you, would almost, you could almost argue the Obama administration picked it up a notch. For sure the Obama did, yeah. No, that's why it's interesting to hear him. But then he does just kind of play with them. You know what I mean? And Yeah, because he's still part of the machine, right? He's um controlled up. Op- yeah. Controlled, controlled opposition, opposition like, right? Can't push right. too hard. Yeah. But he's allowed to push a little and it's on a podcast and uh, or Apple. And look, you Apple didn't TV. even know about it. I'm telling you about it on this podcast that four people are going to listen to. <laughs> funny, <laughs> it's funny. Yeah, of course. We love you all. Thank you. Uh and it's funny that I'm assuming then his Apple TV show's back on, and so th- there's no way they just did this podcast, so this has got to be his show, right? Yeah, the problem with Jon Stewart. I'm going to check it out. I'd like to watch it, actually. It sounds pretty pretty interesting. <sighs> I caught Drink the la- a Red Bull. Well, I caught the last Bill Maher, and usually I like to clip a little Maher, and it was difficult, wow. to say the least, difficult to get You know through. it's bad when you fucking... The interview with the Friends dude was better. The panel. Great call. Honestly, I was going to skip the the Chandler interview, and then it yeah, ended up Chan- being I can't the think best of your part. Name right now. Yeah, it was Chan- Chandler's. Chan- Chan- What's his real name? Uh, Chandler works. We'll just go with Chandler. Yeah, Chandler. <laughs> dude, crazy story, though, about the accident. I didn't even know about that. Wow. Yeah, what, did he lose his rectum? What happened? <sighs> Something. Yeah. Well, that's why you don't fuck black dudes, you know? (laughs) I'm just kidding. Terrible joke. Chandler uh, ended up being a big time drug user, which I think everybody knew. I feel like we didn't need this book tour for him to go around. Like, we all knew about this stuff, but that's fine. Yeah, you people in the 90s don't really know how to. Bill Maher. Bombshell, you know? Bill Maher's last show was pathetic. It was terrible, dude. That was... I, I don't think I actually finished watching it. There... I notice that the left now is in this weird limbo where they wanted to celebrate what happened at the midterms, but it was still, like, a loss. Like, they lost bad. And they don't, like, really have uh, much dude, say congressionally now. <clears throat> you know who won? Mitch McConnell. Great call. Yeah. If you took the House and got rid of Trump, Mitch McConnell's the biggest winner in the country right now. I couldn't agree more. And I think that's what he did. He proved a fucking point. Right? He slapped all these little kids around. Because there was a big thing with the primaries where Trump was supporting candidates and Mitch McConnell was supporting other candidates. And all the Trump candidates that beat his candidates, he just refused to give them money. He said, fine, go to Trump for money. And then they all lost because Trump gave them no money. (laughs) You know? Yeah. And, you know, Mitch McConnell just proved that he's the the king. So. I like your take. No, I, I 
I actually kind of agree with you. I think he was the my, ultimate you, winner. You know, my biggest argument to the because in Chicago, my biggest argument to the Democrats who say the whole country is moving Democrat, I always say that's really funny because we have a the Republicans have a bigger control of the Supreme Court than ever. <laughs> right? Yeah. And how did they get there? You're talking one president squeaked in in one term out of four, and he was able to get fucking, you know, all those justices in there. That's that's Mitch McConnell. <laughs> yeah. That guy plays that long. I always say, don't turn your back on Mitch. You know? <laughs> no, no, it's, uh, I'm not a huge fan at all of Mitch McConnell, to be oh, totally I hate honest. Him. But he, uh, apparently. I would love to slap the shit out of that dude, but he plays that long game, you know? He's, he played this masterfully. I don't know what the end game here is, but it's funny to me to see the Democrats uh, and their mouthpieces like Bill Maher oh, act funny. and talk like, I don't know, like they won something when they really didn't. And did you, you lost the house. They're obsessed more than ever still with January 6th. I, I, I uh, here's the worst part. The reason that. you lost is because you still can't ta- stop talking about Trump. They're gonna roll Jan sixth ad nauseum from here on out through 2024. Yeah. It's gonna be just, just grotesque. Honestly, that's why everyone needs to be screaming from the top of their lungs at the highest mountain they can find. Where's Ray Epps? <laughs> Dude, you want to hear the grossest? Uh... The grossest politics you ever heard in your life. Oh, I'm all in. I love this stuff. So refugees from the southern border, right? Yes. I mean, these are people, right? For sure. And remember all the busing and everything? All the Democrats came out and said, (laughs) you can't treat people like cattle and political pawns. Political. Ron DeSantis is treating them like political. Oh my God. Can we get AOC in the white shirt quick? I'm crying already. (laughs) Right? Can I tell you about the refugee camp in Chicago? Wow. Yes. Dude, we have a refugee camp for 500 refugees, asylum seekers from the southern border. Right? Wow. (laughs) This is beautiful, dude. So we have an old school. It's been abandoned for years. Nobody's been using it. Closed down for at least a decade. They decided they were going to turn it into a refugee camp because we're a sanctuary city. We voted to be a sanctuary city. We are a sanctuary city, right? Yeah. So we're going to take them in. You're going to send them? Lori Lightfoot said, you're going to send them? Fine. We want them. Right? It's what makes Chicago, Chicago. Yes, I actually remember her talking about You remember about that? Yes, I do. Yeah, She's got the biggest dick, right? Bigger so, than the Italians, from what I've heard. This big dick woman, she went around, she's like, she decided, she, <clears throat> she grabbed this school in the south side that was abandoned, <laughs> oh, and right. she diverted all these funds from the, refuge, from the uh, migrant refugee fund. I don't know what this is. It's like some federal fund. Excellent. Right? Yeah. They were gonna they were gonna uh, remodel this school and re-outfit it so that 500 migrants can move into it, right? Right on. So all I heard about from everybody I worked with is how they worked. They it was, dude. They say it was like these this three week project. They're running two inch copper, three inch copper. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. it's it's a it's it's you're, you're talking half a million dollar job. Right. They're paying double time. Wow. Right? Yeah. They're, they just need this plumbing done. Right? That's what happened is, so, today I had to go there because they didn't have the heat on, so one of the lines froze. One of the new water lines. That's right? bad news. Absolutely. And I, and I go there, and it's like, there's nobody there. You're there's saying there. no homeless have gone in. No, there's nobody. Okay. So the the only other per, the only other people there are the electricians who also have this like half a million dollar contract to redo all the electrical. 
<laughs> and to make sure that it's like up to code and everything. Oh yeah. So we spent. They spent all this money, dude. So much money, right? And it's not open to any refugees. Do you want to know why? Right before it was set to open, the neighborhood found out what they were doing there mm-hmm. because they saw all the work trucks and everything every day fixing it up. Right. This isn't this isn't a shitty black neighborhood, right? Oh yeah. And they were like they thought the city was fixing up the school so that their kids could go there. Interesting. And then when they found out that it was for refugees from the southern border. <laughs> oh yeah. Threw a fucking fit. Of course. Shut it down. Wow. Lori Lightfoot shut it down. So now no refugees are moving in. There's, it's ready for 500 refugees, but nobody's <laughs> moving in, right? Yeah. Do you know what the plan is? I can't wait. The plan is the election is next year. <laughs> right. So there, this, is, this is like the open. Dude, it's, it's in the open. Everybody knows it. They're going to wait till after the election. Of course. Because after the election, if Lori Lightfoot loses... Mm-hmm. The Democrat that does win, <laughs> right? Oh yeah, could open it up, bring in the five hundred immigrants, <laughs> and blame oh. it on Lori Lightfoot. Oh, of course. And if Lori Lightfoot wins, then she could open it up, take credit for it, and then she has four years for people to forget before the next election. Wow, Mike, that just screams big dick energy. If you ask me, <laughs> man, hell yeah. <laughs> does she know Pete Davidson? So- so in case you guys were wondering what Sanctuary City means, it means we're going to spend a shit ton of money <laughs> on yeah. absolutely nothing. That's right. And then we're going to treat these people like political. So when Ron DeSantis goes out there and says, I'm not the one treating them like pawns, they are. He's absolutely right. Yeah, he's 100% right. He literally, he told these people before they even came here. He sent it out to the world. I have no room for you in Florida. So they came to Florida, and he sent them to the place where they said, no, we're a sanctuary city. We want them. Right? And then yeah. that place is like, well, no, we can't take you till after the election. So who's <laughs> treating them like political pawns here? Right? Well, not the Democrats. You know, the party who said, we're going to cancel your student loan debt, and then said, whoopsies, after the election. Oh, right <laughs> not, after the election. <laughs> uh, you know about that student loan debt. Sorry. Maybe next time. I remember that 10,000? Not only that, Joe Biden just announced you got to start paying your loans back. Oh. They're, they're re- restating payments. That's right. The COVID emergency is over. It's unfortunate. It's sad. Look, you were played. You've been had. And, and it's you know by why the I don't same... feel bad for you? Fool me once. <laughs> shame on you. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. I was. It's the same party that said... <sighs> Take this vaccine, it's 100% effective. Sorry, 90% effective. Sorry, 75% effective. Sorry, 65% effective. Did Sorry, we say it's... affected? Who said we tested it? <laughs> Sorry, we didn't even test it. <laughs> <laughs> Just take the vaccine, you stupid sheep. Take it. <laughs> Speaking of vaccines, Mike, you didn't think we'd go there. That's we... the ultimate. It's 99% effective. Practically 100% effective. We went from 100% of safe and effective to, you know, we actually never even tested it. Never even tested it. And Mike, what good would all of this knowledge be without a swan song from the man, the legend, himself, man? No. Come on, sir. He's back, baby. No. He's back for one last hoorah. Come on, Mike. He was out today in full force. You didn't see it? It was all over the place, man. No way. Don't tell me. Is it Tony? Of course it is. <laughs> well, I think your first and second question are related because what it really tells you is that we have multiple interventions and multiple actions we can take to protect ourselves. So there's a whole spectrum. Masking is one of them. Now, we're not talking about requirements or mandating. We're talking about if you're in a situation and each individual person evaluates their own risk and that of the risk of their family members, for example, like a person who's 25-year-old living alone versus someone who has an elderly parent or grandparent or someone who's immune compromised. First of all, everybody should be vaccinated and boosted with flu 
and with COVID. Whether or not you wear a mask or another thing we shouldn't underestimate is testing. So when we're gathering at a family gathering for Thanksgiving or for Christmas or for any other holiday as we get into the winter, it makes sense that you might want to get a test that day before (laughs) you come into a place in which you might be infected and spread it or other people who might be there in order to protect. So there's masking is important, but you can count masking, vaccine, boosting, testing. All of that is part of the spectrum of protecting yourself and your family. This lady right now, she asked wow. the original question. She's going to double down. She's obs- She's the only one, mind you, in this entire room in the White House press briefing room wearing a mask. She's the only one wearing a mask. So she's obs- I love it. It's fantastic. What do you say about the word mask now being a pejorative in some communities? No, it shouldn't be. I mean, you're absolutely right. I mean, I I know sometimes when you walk in and you have a mask and nobody has a mask, you kind of feel guilty. You shouldn't feel guilty. You look terrific, right? (laughs) (laughs) Fauci, you're so funny. Dude, what the fuck? I... There's other stuff he said today. Uh, Actually, uh, you know, I, I make all my prostitutes wear a mask. I prefer <laughs> them that way. No matter what age. No matter what age. <laughs> Even the kids. So, fucking weird, dude. He was brought out for this because <coughs> this is his farewell tour. You think so? No, they were they were talking about it. They were asking him at this press conference, like, you know how what he's gonna do now, and how he feels his legacy will be with COVID, and they were really, really hammering home, and he was all about how hey everybody go get that booster, and if you feel sick, don't talk to grandma still, and wear your mask, and do this and that, you stupid sheep, and uh, I'm gonna go on vacation to uh, little St. John Island <laughs> with vac- Epstein. The vaccine doesn't work. We know it doesn't work. What are you guys talking about? How are they still promoting this thing? It should be number one illegal, and all work. they should all be criminally charged at this point. Yeah, it doesn't work. It doesn't even stop the spread. They're admitting it doesn't stop the spread. The makers of the vaccine say it doesn't stop the spread. At what point <laughs> do we get to just say enough is enough? It's like not even the fact that it doesn't work. It's legitimately, statistically killing people. Maybe not as many as you think, but... I like to say things to get us kicked off YouTube, Mike. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) You know how I am right here. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure if you, you know... The point is that it doesn't work, so... A vaccine... So here's the thing, right? If if you have a vaccine... Like, if you have a vaccine that works and it kills a couple, fine. But if you have a vaccine that doesn't work and it kills just one, well, that's one too many. Right? Well, yeah, I mean... The vaccine doesn't work. So killing anybody, making anybody sick is terrible because it didn't work. So we're entering uh, December here pretty soon, and it's, I believe, when they were full-on rolling out two years ago, the vaccine program. Yeah. Correct? No. No, one year ago. Yeah. Well. No, yeah, we've hit one year. It was. No, when was it? Yeah, yeah, 2021 is when they December, but December 2020, they were already. How can we forget January 6, 2021? Like, that's when the vaccines were rolling out. They were rolled out. Joe Biden already had his. Yeah, so we're going to hit two years now on this vaccine being out. Yeah. So. uh, You know, obviously, we're not allowed to say things like it's killing people or giving people myocarditis, (laughs) but it sounds like it is, looks like it is. And the fact that people are still going out there and recommending, you know, everyone get it, where are we ever going to get to that point where you get Peter Francis Geraci on the infomercials? And he's like, (laughs) "Did, did you get the COVID Moderna vaccine? Well, you can file for, you know. Whatever lawsuit. I mean, we're we're pretty close, I think, to that. We we already have P. 
people yeah, winning like the lawsuits. The house is about to open an investigation. You're still yes. recommending it? Well, that's my point. That's what's so funny about Fauci yeah. coming out here and his literally they're it, this was trotted out as like his swan song. He this was his farewell address essentially. His last White House podium <laughs> visit. Cuz you know, he's going on vacation for the holidays. Because, you know, Mike, after you kill thousands of beagles and millions of people around the world with your experimental gene therapy vaccine, you know, you got to take a little vacation. You got to enjoy the holidays, man. I'm pretty convinced that he knows he's about to get in some serious trouble come January. You think so? Yeah. They, the Republicans have made it very clear from the House, we're going after Fauci, we're, we're going after Hunter. Yeah, I don't think anything's ever going to happen. Man, you Never and I, does. we always circle back to this, and I am obsessed with Fauci. Obsessed with this nothing fucking guy. Ever had. Remember the Mueller investigation? Remember that's, the Durham investigation? That's Remember? I never bought into the Durham thing, and I. I mean, <clears throat> look, I, I believe that I had been had by the Mueller thing when I was easily had at that time. Yeah, they never come out to be anything. Nobody this, ever gets arrested. Here, but I don't think there's hoopla about Fauci. But this little weasel seems to really be trying to sneak out of the view. Did you see the exit polls from the election? Uh, no, I did not actually. Nobody voted uh, based on mandates. Nobody. It's like one percent. Like it didn't happen. It was less than two percent. It's like it didn't happen. Dude, remember what? And I don't mean you know me. I love to say I told you so. You did. I told you they nobody was gonna vote on. They played it right. They ended it at just the right time. You think everyone forgot? They, they not forgot. They just stopped caring. Caring as in I don't care that you are someone who supported mandates. So I'm gonna vote you back in, even though I was furious about mandates. Yes. That logic is so unbelievable to me. I I cannot wrap my mind around why anyone would say. Hey, you know what? You ruined my life for uh, two years, and your decisions and the party you represent are why we're in this economic disaster currently. I'm going to stay the course. I like you guys. The fuck is so, wrong with people? So here's one thing where I have to say that... The one thing I hear from the these like Democrats around here is... Uh, they would rather vote for the Democrat. They voted for the Democrats because the economy sucks, but at least the Democrats had a plan. The Republicans never laid out a plan. All they kept saying is they weren't the Democrats. And I got to kind of agree with that. So whether you agree infrastructure spending and this and that is going to help and climate change spending is going to help, whether you agree with the spending, you know, and I do agree with you know the army. The one thing they teach you with leadership is 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 a bad plan is better than no plan, hmm. right? Yeah, like any decision is better than no decision because no decision just gets you killed. You know, good call. Yeah, no, I and I got to give it to them on that. Like, yeah, <clears throat> I don't know. To be honest with you. Frank, what was the... I voted Republican, you voted Republican. What was their plan to fix the economy? Other than just not agree to spend what Joe Biden wanted to spend. It, again, for me, I believe firmly if we had more Republican leadership potentially involved that was similar to, let's say, Ron DeSantis and other Republican governors around the country that were resistant to the insane lockdown measures instituted during during COVID, uh, it would have been a better. Outcome. So here's one problem: is I agree with you 100, percent and that's why I vote in Republican. 
The problem is me and you see COVID as oh shit. This is it. Now this is going to this is now going to come back over and this is going to come back. Right? Like mm. they're going to do this again. Yes. Uh whereas the <laughs> left is voting based on that was a one-time thing. It's never going to happen again. Interesting. I'll tell you where my head is at. COVID became an identity. And you either were part of that identity or you resisted it and i believed there were more resistors and i believed that as time went on even those who made covid their identity would wake up on some level and realize they had been had and lied to whether it was through the vaccines or the excessive lockdowns or maybe people's they, they kids aren't they developing they, frank they did realize it, right? And just like with the Live Strong yellow uh, arm bracelet, they, <laughs> right. cut, they, they cut off their mask and they moved on to the next fad. They, yeah, the new emoji. The, the new emoji. The next so thing. That's, that's exactly what happened. Yeah. Like, that's the one thing the left knows is its base. Man, and, and you know what? I declared it after the election. I, I, I stick to it. I am the fool here. I believed foolishly that that <clears throat> yeah. more people out there are willing to take a look in the mirror and say, I was wrong. Let me try and help write this shit. No, everyone looked in the mirror and said, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. Let's keep rolling, baby. <laughs> yeah, and looks good. And now we're doing the farewell tour for Fauci. I'm sure this fucking guy will throw out the, the first pitch at some game at some point again. And I, I was wrong. I was wrong. Unfortunately. Unfortunately for our culture yeah, and our cares. society because now we enter the, the universe where Fauci is deified and considered a hero in this tale. And the victors write the history, so... Frank heroes are remembered. <laughs> Legends never die. They never die, Mike. They Fauci never die. Never die. <laughs> He's too afraid. He'll see all those beagles in hell. They're coming for him. You know? <laughs> Could you imagine? We can't all be rich fieros in our lifetimes here, unfortunately. Uh, we can strive. We can strive, too. Uh, and one way to be a hero in the modern era, Mike, is to wear the pride flag on your armband. Did you hear about the controversy striking FIFA? Do we got time for this? Where are we at here? Oh, we always got time for this. Frank, for the fags, we always got time. Let's go. <laughs> That's what's for you, Mike. The flags. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, you're going to love this. <laughs> World Cup soccer players are now banned from wearing rainbow armbands on the field. Here is Fox News Andy Banker on why the ban appears to be backfiring around the world and in St. Louis, too. There are calls for fans to boycott over this. Clearly, that's not happening. But it's also clear there seems to be very little <laughs> Most of the world <laughs> will kill you for admitting you're gay. He's at this guy. He's at a packed bar, and they're all <laughs> watching the World Cup. <laughs> Nobody cares. No, we can even stop it there, <laughs> dude. It's so funny. What have I always told you about Qatar and the Middle East? They don't fucking play. No, they don't play. I, what did I tell you? There's no fucking crime over there. The cops don't even carry guns. Wow, think about that. Uh, they, they don't have to. They don't, dude, they don't have to. You get caught being gay, they execute you. You know what I mean? Wow. You, you, it's like, dude, you fucking steal. The, they, they, do, they do crazy sentences. I can't believe this was a thing for five seconds. What were they think? First of all, there's a massive scandal behind the fact that this ga these games are being played in Qatar in the first place. Did I ever tell you about landing in Saudi Arabia? No. Maybe. Wow. Dude, so this is where I always tell people, like, remember when that fucking stupid fucking f frat kid went to North Korea, decided to steal a banner, and then died because of it? Yes. 
Yes, I yeah. do. Yeah. Dude, they literally sent him home in a like delusional state where his body had like withered and then he just died on a hospital bed. Like wow. barely alive. Wow. Like I tell everybody, you don't fuck around in other countries. You know what I mean? You really you cannot... don't It's so bad when the United Think about how powerful the United States military is. Yeah. Right? Most powerful in the world. When you land in, when we landed in Saudi Arabia, a military flight, we had to get out and go into the airport. The female soldiers had to cover, had to, they had shit waiting for them, and they had to wear the fucking wow. Uh, hijab wow. over their bulletproof vests and Kevlar helmets. Wow! Think about how powerful of a message that is. We are an occupying force in your fucking country, and you're forcing our female soldiers to follow your barbaric rules. Yeah. You don't fuck around in these countries, man. That's why that one guy who, like, decided he's the captain and he's going to fucking wear the flag. Yes. And I, you know, the Iranian guy? <laughs> That's right. The Iranian captain? Dude, he's going to die. I'm and if sure. He, and if he doesn't die... His family is probably already dead. Oh, man, that's horrible. Like, but yeah. It's not even like, dude, it's like you guys don't understand. This isn't a fucking game. In America, it's a game. It's a TikTok video. I'm going to post on Twitter. Dude, these people <laughs> do not fuck around. No. You know? They will disappear generations of your bloodline. I'm, you not, know? I'm not sure if you were following, but literally 24 hours before the game started, they announced that they were not going to sell alcohol at the stadium. Yeah, they don't fucking care about <laughs> what you believe. Yeah, no, was, You know what the best part is? Right there. The Qataris are drinking. I guarantee it. They just don't want you fucking foreigners to get drunk and act a fool because you got, like, these guys know how to get drunk and be civilized. But you fucking Westerners don't. Yeah, and they don't need the crime. On their streets, yes. right? Yeah. You know why they don't want you to get drunk? Because their cops don't have guns. <clears throat> wow. Can't stop you. <laughs> wow. In America, our cops need guns. We got animals. <laughs> well, I say all the time, I, I just, I'm, I'm one of the animals in Chicago. That's you know, right. Yeah, fucking, yeah. Chicago's a cement zoo, and we're all fucking animals. Just terrible. That's true. You're right on the money. I agree. You can't fuck around in these countries, man. You can't. Have you seen how these people go to the sporting events? I have not. They're, not really. Dude, I they're think. like dressed up. Like they look nice. Sure. Right? Oh, yeah. They sit down. It's yeah. like it's like you go, it's like Americans going, like rich Americans, like the way you would go to a play. You know oh, what I mean? All right. Yeah. Like you dress up, you go, you go, you're, you're looking good, you're acting civilized, you're clapping. You know what I mean? You're not being fancy. Like, you know, oh fuck that! F- <laughs> ah, he kicked the ball like a queer. You know, like you know. Oh, I see. Yeah, you're not a soccer hooligan. You're no, that's like a Western town. thing. Yeah, the quote-unquote civilized world. That's right. Well, well, there's varying degrees, Mike. It's a spectrum, right? <laughs> <laughs> Civility is a spectrum. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, that's funny that they tried to pull off that flag on the uniform. They really tried to do it, and uh, the USA tried to go way into it. They did a whole press conference and how it's part of their identity and all this stuff. It's uh, guys, come on, the woke thing only goes so far until a point where you're you just nailed it, Mike. Your family's lives are threatened. Yeah, they'll kill the generation. <laughs> that's like so i don't think they understand dude in in qatar, do you know what qatar does if you commit murder in their country i do not no you get beheaded by a saber whoa not even in qatar there's a train that leaves doha i forgot what day it is but it's like it's like the third friday of the month or whatever yeah it's every month this train goes to saudi arabia to this like city where they just do a public execution they behead these people with a sword one by one wow like i don't know if this i say i don't know if they do it today in 2022 
But this was literally going on in 2009. Crazy. Yeah. Do you think in 2020 they made the people wear a mask? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> you, you gotta get vaccinated before you go to the gala, you know? That's right. You don't want to affect the executioner. That's right, man. You gotta wear the mask. He's got a booked week. <laughs> Can't risk him getting COVID. You don't want to deprive the next guy, you know? <laughs> We're following safety protocols here, people. Come on. <laughs> We're going double bash. Have you heard of Omicron? <laughs>